Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Episode 41, Conversations with a Self-Professed Computer Luddite. My conversation with columnist, humorist, and retired attorney, Marcel Streiberger. I'm Michael D. Eisenberg. I'm the Tech Savvy Lawyer, blogging at the techsavvylawyer.page and host of the techsavvylawyer.page podcast. In this podcast series, I'll be interviewing lawyers, judges, and others in the area of law to talk about where they see lawyers new and seasoned, taking advantage of technology in their legal work, and how all lawyers can utilize technology to better their practice, improve their services to their clients, and enhance their own lives. My next guest is Marcel Streiberger. Marcel is a humorist, author, and former Canadian attorney whose columns you may have seen in various legal publications. Marcel and I discuss being and dealing with technophobe attorneys in today's computer age. I'd like to welcome our new sponsor, Experts Exchange, the original technology community. Marcel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate you being on here. And to get things started, tell us, what is your current tech setup on your desk? There's a computer says on the screen, LG. <laughs> Are you using Windows or Mac? Uh, I'm using Windows. I uh, my wife has a Mac. It scares mm-hmm. me, but she and uh, I know it's like uh, the Russian railway tracks. Only nobody else in Europe can. Uh, no trains in Europe can drive and can <laughs> maneuver in Russia because the tracks are wide. And the same thing with Mac. I find in the PC. <laughs> By the time I get a little comfortable with a PC, I go to a Mac, and it's it's Greek to me. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let me ask you this: What kind of cell phone do you have? An iPhone. Wait, so you wait? You just told me Macs are like the Russian railways, and yet you have an iPhone. That doesn't mean I can use it efficiently always, but I have an iPhone because uh, I actually won. Uh, I won an iPad once. I responded to the Canadian Bar Association. They had a survey, and they said you can win a you can win an iPhone. And what happened was uh, six months later, they call me. They say you want an iPhone. And I say, oh, this is probably a scam. Tell me, do I have to buy time, time, a timeshare or, or do I have to go do duck cleaning or some scam from who knows which part of the world? Uh, I don't believe you. Uh, let me call you back. So I called back the Bar Association and the same lady answers, no, it's us. You want it. <laughs> I didn't believe it, but that's, that got me into iPhones. Well, congratulations. I, I hope you're enjoying it. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very useful. And uh, my grandkids show me, they give me tips along the way. So I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> Excellent. Do, do you have a tablet? You mean an iPad? An iPad or a Samsung tablet or some yeah, other variation? I, I guess. I don't know if you can see me. It's a... <laughs> you, your your video is not on, but that's okay. Oh, the listener can't see you. It's an I, iPad. Okay. Excellent. Are you enjoying that? Yeah, I generally use it to... Uh, I use it to, uh, to write my articles and write my stories. Uh, I prefer the iPad to the Mac. To the uh, PC, it's easier for easier on the eyes, and I have an external keyboard, so it makes life a bit easier. I, I like the iPad very much. If my house were ever on fire, uh, I'd grab that and my Mont Blanc pen, and that's probably it. Uh, I've got a couple of Mont Blanc pens, too. I think th- those would run out with me and probably my MacBook Pro. Um, is there any other tech that maybe you do use that we haven't touched on? Uh, my grandchildren, <laughs> my, my kids. Well, they're, well, that, like, they don't, they're your tech support, right? Tech support, yeah. But I have an <laughs> iPhone and an iPad and a PC. And uh, occasionally I look at my wife's uh, Mac. We were in Florida one month. She took it along and uh, I would use it sometime. Uh, but uh, I'm not crazy going to different systems. And I no, found Word, using but... Word on Mac is not the same as... I had a bit of trouble just adapting Word on Mac and Word on a PC. So, and how about the Word on the iPad? Is that are you using Word or using Pages? I'm using uh, I'm using both actually. Uh, my son told me don't use both, use one. But I haven't. After six months, I haven't decided which to use. I use both. <laughs> What's holding you back on picking one versus the other? Uh, I'm sort of slow to change. I started with Pages, and he got me Word. He put Word on my PC. And he said, Word is a bit different, easier to cloud and this and that. Although mm-hmm. Pages, I guess, is cloud too. But uh, what I often do is I do something on Pages. Then I email it to somebody, but it cha- we change it to Word because many people don't have Pages. So uh, that seems to work for me. But uh, I sort of use both. I haven't decided which is which I want to stick stay with. Well, please keep us posted. I'd love to learn which of the two you go with. <laughs> so far, no, no final decision. <laughs> well, I'll be waiting. Okay. So... Let's get into the questions. Being a technophobe, as you you self-proclaim, let's ask questions about that. What are three things about technology do you feel disturb less tech-savvy lawyers? I'd say the impersonality of it all, the complications and frustrations, and then probably security concerns. Do you find that the security concerns create more of a wall for technophobes like yourself? In other words, you know, like the two-factor authentication? Does that make it more difficult for you or it's not an issue? It's not an issue. I'm just, I just don't trust what I see. I don't know who's what. You get things, uh, I, I get emails from people, they or some pop-ups, they want to be my friend here, or they want this. Mm-hmm. And they aren't actually the people that you're supposed, they're supposed to be. You get things from banks. I just don't, whatever I see, I don't trust. I, I call another number to make sure it's them. Uh, I want, I, I remember... I tried to find somebody who I heard moved to El Paso. And mm-hmm. uh, so I Googled, I, I Googled his name in El Paso, this and that. Then suddenly Google sends me ads for, for, for 10 gallon hats. I see, <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but I, uh, I know my, I have a financial advisor. He sent me an Alexa, whatever you call it, one of those. And uh, something similar happened. My wife and I would be discussing, discussing beer or whatever. Suddenly uh, you get on Google or whatever, and you see beer ads or things about beer. It's just one of these things. I, I unplugged my Alexa. I didn't want it in the house. So I, I just, uh, I'm wary about it. There's too many things happening, too many scams happening. Uh, there are, I, I'm sorry. 
you know, I got a call the other day from somebody said, uh, if I don't call back that number, I owe some taxes. Yeah. The, the, the RCMP, there's a warrant out for my arrest. <laughs> so uh, I'm saying uh, they'll take me before a magistrate and a jury. Uh, being a lawyer, there's no such thing as a jury in front of a magistrate. A magistrate is a low-level court. <laughs> right. But I'm saying many people may not know that. And uh, it just you get too many scams, too many things are happening, whether it's duck cleaning or, or, uh, or, or you're, you're under arrest. <laughs> or, so I'm just wary about it. Have you ever been scammed, quote unquote, or attempted to scam by, say, a potential client? No, that hasn't happened. I'm kind of I'm curious to see when, if that has happened to anyone. But the precautions that you mentioned, that you just discussed, I quite frankly feel that any attorney at any level should be wary of, well, of, the, of the emails they get, the phone calls they get, the, the texts they get, uh, the invitations, the, hey, your account's been hacked. Um, and one easy way to just take a look and see if this is you know, valid is to look at the actual email address where something's been sent. I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to look for. I, well, I know I, yeah, after I retired, uh, two weeks after I closed my office, there were a few mm-hmm. some other lawyers there. They got hacked, the central computer got hacked, and they all they all got hacked too because the they, we all had the same bookkeeper and she must have done something by mistake, by accident. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From the central computer, she would sit down in one of the offices with a computer, do everybody's bookkeeping, and somehow that was the leak, the source of the problem. Everybody got hacked, messed up their practices for a couple of weeks. It cost them a fortune. Fortunately, I retired two weeks earlier, and I, so it wasn't my problem. And I guess just as fortunate, they didn't blame me. They didn't think I was behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> it, my, my wife, she got an email from an iCloud.com address about something's wrong with her, her billing with, with Apple. And it looked legit, but I told her to you know, look to actually just log directly into her iCloud account and make sure everything was okay. You know, her credit card hadn't changed, nothing had changed, but never use the link that you receive in one of those questionable emails. No, I know that much. Now, Marcel, I apologize. The the other two answers you provided, could you repeat them again, please? Uh, the impersonality of it all. I just don't like the impersonality of, of uh, the tech world and the complications and frustrations. Uh, which you get uh, with, with technology. Well, let me ask you, how do you overcome the uh, impersonality issue? Or what would you suggest to other attorneys who are, as we say, uh, technophiles, but you know, just uh, so uh, driven away from technology because it's less, less in-person, uh, less you know, interactive? Well, I try to do business on, or anything on the phone as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know, they'll, they'll keep you waiting end- endlessly. Uh, we were in Florida for a month, just came back last week. We, had, we were at a hotel three, four weeks, mm-hmm. um, the Marriott, uh, <laughs> Western Florida, and there was no hot water there. It was erratic. You'd, you'd get, it would burn you initially, then it'd free, you'd get freezing water 30 seconds later, then hot again, and they, they never fixed it. So I wanted to complain. It took me ages to get through to the right person. They said, visit us online. You'll see the FAQs. We're sure you can find the answer there. And I don't think there's... a a question, do you not have hot water? This is what you do. Yeah. I didn't expect to find <laughs> So it took me ages to get through to them. Eventually, I was able to get through to somebody and deal with it and straighten it out on the phone. They gave me, they fixed it to my satisfaction. But I'm saying, I still believe in telephone communication. Uh, I find it just impossible because some things do not lend themselves 
to uh, getting online and solving them online. You have to actually speak to somebody and tell them what it is and tell them what you want and, and explain it because online, it's like texting. You can't text the doctor saying, this is what I have. These are my problems. And the doctor will say, what about this? What You have to really speak to a doctor or get examined. And it's similar very often with the online business. Online, like a text is okay. I'm running late. I'll see you at four o'clock. You can do that, but you can't start having a discussion about uh, do you have cancer or not? Do that with texting. So the same thing with online. You can only do so much. And I prefer a telephone. You can read people, sense what they where they're coming from, body language, so to speak, the voice, and other things. And uh, it makes much more sense. People have just thrown the, the baby out of the bathwater. Well, I realize the question I'm about to ask you may lead into our second question. Do you find things like video camming, uh, zooming? Uh, those video conference calls, do you find them helpful? Yeah, we had no choice. And still, we're still not out of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a good step forward. And uh, it often works. Although I found uh, I, I, there was a webinar or something that I signed up for on stress, mm-hmm. leaving, uh, how to handle stress. And I tried to get into it. And they started asking me, are you a robot? Click here. You know, I'm not right. a robot. And I, I, I joined the thing 15 minutes late, trying to figure out, telling them I'm not a robot. <laughs> and then I had to answer, click on, you know, one of these photographs. How many mm-hmm. of these have, 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 a, have a bus, a picture of a bus in them? And I, did I got that wrong a few times? Or you, <laughs> and uh, eventually I got on, I was 15 minutes late, and then I didn't have audio. They were greeting people. They said, you know, hello, hello, uh, Michael from, uh, from Alberta. Hello, uh, Brenda from uh, New York and so on. And, you know, I try to say, hello, what, do you hear me, Marcel from Toronto? And they didn't hear me. Eventually I had to call. There was some number to call, some tech support. Mm-hmm. But basically I missed about 20, 25 minutes of the, of the stress webinar. I got stressed trying to use it. So it, it's fine when it works, but sometimes you cut out. It says the host will let you in. The host doesn't always let me in. <laughs> so was, it, it worked with, and I'm amazed really when, when it does work. So if it works, it's fine. And it's certainly, you can start going to meetings and with COVID like you'd like to. But mm-hmm. when it work, it work, it's fine when it works, like anything else, when it works. I'd like to welcome our new sponsor, Experts Exchange, the original technology community. If you're in IT, listen up. This might literally be the answer to all of your problems. I know I'm not the only one who's been stuck on a problem at work. We've all been there. And we all have to do the same thing when it happens. We Google or DuckDuckGo, and we end up finding a guy in a random forum who posted an answer to our question 10 years ago, and we just have to trust that he's right. If you trust the wrong person, you could be putting your organization and yourself at risk. What if there's a group of people who knew you could trust? That's Experts Exchange, or EE. EE is a community of thousands of tech professionals who have been helping each other solve problems for 25 years. Many of the members are highly accomplished with titles like Microsoft MVP and Oracle Ace, to name a few. But you don't have to be an expert to be on EE. You just have to be willing to help. No one can be an expert in everything. That's why you need to surround yourself with people you can trust. Right now, listeners to this podcast can join EE completely free for seven days. Just go to e-e.com to get started. Well, let's go to our next question. What are three things less tech-savvy lawyers would find helpful? Uh, People who are uh, younger, so to speak, should realize that we're not quite, uh, you know, we come from the age of having... Uh, we're not up to speed with it. We can try. Right. Some of us are better than others. At first, there should be an understanding that, you know, we, we're in the age that uh, we actually use the dial phone, a black dial phone. We actually had a milkman. 
We actually saw Gilligan's Island used to watch it. I don't know if you know what that is. <laughs> I, I know what Gilligan's Island because I watched it in reruns. So I, yeah. I know I know what Gilligan's Island we, is. We go back a bit. We, we also saw the first moon landing in 1968 where Neil Armstrong said first great step for man, whatever he yep. says. Yep. Yep. We use typewriters. So it's and especially as lawyers, it's hard to we're more conservative. It's hard to adapt, harder to adapt. So there should be an understanding where we're coming from. And sometimes you need somebody to hold your hand. Also, there should be a more friendly tech support. I, you know, you, sometimes you, you try to get tech support and it just, it's, it's not there. It should be more user-friendly. Again, FAQs are okay as long as they AQ what you're asking, but that doesn't always happen. Uh, as, w- uh, as well, for example, uh, I had to pay my law society fees. I'm still a licensed lawyer, although mm-hmm. I don't have, And my, I had to renew my, uh, I, I also have uh, access errors on emissions and malpractice insurance in case something pops up after I retire, which is now. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a bill. I called them. Can I pay it? No, you have to do it online. And I oh, realized okay. I never, I, I didn't have a password. I did not so I had to do that. And I, it took me a while. I said, I just want to pay your bill. No, you've got to do it online. Can't you take my visa? What's wrong? Here's my visa number, my MasterCard. No, you got to do it. And both of them, both the malpractice insurance and the law society, the membership insurance I had to do online. And I spoke to somebody who was probably, you know, she sounded like she was in grade, grade six or something. And she told me it's really easy. And I said, well, you take me through it. And they, they, they were each good enough to take us through it. But I'm saying something rubbed me the wrong way. I want to pay your bill. And I wanted people, anybody ever used to send me a check. Remember what a check is? It's a, mm-hmm. a document. You, some people sign it and they give you money. Uh, I was happy. I'd open my mail. There'd be a check in the mail. And I'd go to the bank and I'd say, somebody paid me for my service as well. I'm doing the same for you. Can't you appreciate it? Instead, don't send me to uh, up Mount Everest and back to try to pay you. So I'm saying there, there's a little understanding. It's Again, it's probably the impersonal part of it, but it's, there should be some understanding. And there should be as well, except that we're not tech geeks. We have to ask, ask our children, our grandchildren. We Again, we try, many of us try. Some of us are better than others, but there seems to be this wall, this... Uh, and uh, plus, I, I find uh, uh, the, shall we say, the younger people often patronize us. I really? Mean, I, I was speaking to a lady at the, at the bank. She says, do you have a computer? Yes, I do. Some, uh, and can you go into the website and say, okay, www.royalbank.com. I'm on the main page. Oh, that's good. Thank you. That, congratulations. I was able to open a website. Well, it wasn't rocket science. Uh, <laughs> I opened, you know, royalbank.com or whatever. But, uh, you know, they'll praise you for things like uh, the simple stuff. But uh, I find we need help, though, to go further very often. It's just not. uh, And again, we resent wanting to pay somebody and you have to go online to pay a bill and so on. So I'm just saying um, we're not we're not tech geeks, except as far as we are. We're trying. Mm -hmm. We're remember where we came from. There has been so much change in the past few decades. We literally went from the dark ages to. To the future to uh, mm-hmm. Star Trek, and uh, it's not easy, especially in the law profession where we're conservative and we don't move as quickly until we adapt stuff. Uh, so, well, well you give us two. How about a third? Except we're not tech geeks. Uh, uh, that that'd be the third one. Okay. Be be you know be friendlier to us. Have tech support. Except we're not tech geeks and uh, know where we're coming from. Understand us. Excellent. Excellent. I appreciate you sharing that. Well, let's move on to question three. What are three amusing things? Strike that. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I needed to start over again. Um, in, Canada, in Canada, we don't strike things from the record. 
Oh, so what do you what do you guys do? No, if court. somebody does something, the, the judge won't tell the jury that you have a voir, voir dire. So you have a voir dire, the jury goes out, and then they come in. If somebody's, the judge will never say strike it from the record. Oh, Just, okay. It doesn't happen. There might be a mistrial. If it's damaging, there'll be a mistrial. But you don't, you, you don't tell six people, with, you know, or 12 people. Mm-hmm. What you just heard, pretend you didn't hear it. I mean, you heard that the cop said they found the guy with a submachine gun. Well, ignore that. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't happen that way, yeah. Well, 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 I think what we would say is the bell has been rung, Your Honor. They can't not hear that anymore. Um, but anyway, uh, what are three amusing things lawyers still don't do right with technology? Uh, first thing is they, uh, they're obsessed with their devices, I find. Uh, there's a lawyer who lives around the corner from me. Mm-hmm. This guy's got his iPhone glued to his hand. He walks his dog. He's got a beagle. And he lives around the corner. He comes by every day, usually around. Uh, he comes by a couple of times a day with his dog. I guess he's working out of his house. And he's always on his cell phone. He doesn't want, I don't think the dog, he pays any attention to his dog. Uh, and I've heard him sometimes. He'll, he does personal injury. He'll say things like, uh, oh, come on, 50 grand. Uh, that's a starting number. I know you. I know you can, you can give us a lot more than that. And I can, I can hear what he's saying. It's like he's oblivious <laughs> to the rest of the world. I don't know who he's talking to. It was probably a defense lawyer or whatever asking for money. And uh, the dog, uh, I don't think he pays any attention to his dog. I mean, if his dog would leave something on the sidewalk, I think the dog would probably pick it up himself. <laughs> <laughs> not, not waiting for the owner to do it. I don't think the owner knows what, what's, what's going on. So I'm saying they're, they're obsessed with their, uh, with their devices. As well, I find... Uh, and this is a problem, actually. People get emails, lawyers get emails. And the days when I started practicing, you'd get a letter, you'd mull over it, you'd decide what to do, you would take mm-hmm. something to your assistant, he or she would do a letter back. There'd be a turnaround of two, three days at least before you respond. And so on. now with emails, there's a tendency to shoot from the hip. And uh, it, I remember the last couple of years when I was practicing, some of these get ugly, you get some uh, nasty and people shoot from the hip, but they can't. Once the email's gone, it's gone. You may have 30 seconds to, to change it. Right. But you've got some, you know, uh, I've seen anatomical references, stuff Will Smith might have said. <laughs> yeah. <avoided. laughs> and they regret it very often. Uh, you know, you're supposed to be civil, and people just often shoot from, or they send it to the wrong recipient. Uh, mm-hmm. I, so my name is Marcel. I've gotten emails uh, which should have gone to somebody called, I'm M A R C E L. Somebody types in M-A-R-C and it goes to Mark, some guy called Mark with a C at the end. And it goes to, it, it, it came to Marcel rather than Mark or vice versa. Uh, so that's, uh, I guess you can call that amusing. I also found uh, uh, there's still too much solemnity. Um, you mentioned Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's a direction put out by the Chief Justice of Ontario mm-hmm. on Zoom et- ethics. And one of them, it gave you, it told you how to behave. And it said, first, find the appropriate space. Right. Well, if, yeah. you're, if you've got a court motion or something. <laughs> and some of the things are a bit uh, mundane, like uh, find the appropriate space. I mean, basically, you're going to be in your, uh, in your, suppose, in your study, whatever. I mean, you're not going to have a motion or a deposition, or an examination, discovery, whatever you want to call it, sitting at Starbucks. So... <laughs> I guess I suppose you can, you know, hold off, please, Your Honor. Uh, I'll answer your question shortly. Uh, let me just consult with the guy having a frappuccino. I guess Starbucks is an option, but it'll say. You, you heard about that one lady who who did a a motions hearing or a chambers conference with a judge from bed. No, what happened? <laughs> I, I, I 
I, I'm not sure exactly what happened. I'll have to find the article. I know I posted about it before. Um, I'll make sure to put it in the, uh, the show notes and also send you a copy of, of the link. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, you got to use some common, common sense things, you know, like wear pants, mm-hmm. um, you know, be cognizant of your surroundings, things that, you know, you've, you've mentioned. And, you know, I always have to tell uh, my clients because we tend to have hearings in front of a board of veterans appeals judge all by uh, virtual hearing where, you know, I'm in my office on my camera, uh, the clients in their, their home with their camera and the judge is either at his or her office downtown or in their, their home office. But I'm sorry, you were saying. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, so I don't know. I, I didn't hear about the lady in bed. I mean, you hear of others, but uh, I didn't know if I was on the camera now or not. But, uh, no, you're not. You're I'm, not. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing suspenders. So is there any okay. problem? <laughs> we. <laughs> Uh, I I have no issue about suspenders, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I wear suspenders myself when I wear suits. Um, it it just depends on you know what's going on, um, uh, you know my hearings etc. But uh, you know I'm sure you were you were very professional in the days that you were quote unquote actively practicing law. Well, let me let me ask you this: you, You've given us three things. What is your number one piece of advice? when using technology in the practice of law? If there was one thing you had to pass on to others, what would that be? I'd say, I understand that some people know more than others. Do what you can, do it in baby steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to, you can't ignore it. You can't run away from it. But again, you don't have to be a genius. Uh, you don't have to know everything. Just do it, uh, run with what you can, carry what you can, uh, and just try to learn a little more every day. And accept that there are going to be frustrations, uh, power frustrations. Uh, you may not be able to log on because I find that raises my blood pressure sometimes. So it just, <laughs> yeah, it does. It does yeah. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I mentioned that stress webinar it took me 20 minutes to get on. So uh, I left that webinar stressed. <laughs> Sorry. It didn't, help, it didn't help you to do deep breathing. She recommended deep breathing. <laughs> I'm but, so uh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, the irony of it all, too. Yeah, it was a stress. But basically, and uh, you can't just try to embrace as much as you can in the quantities you can, uh, teaspoons or tablespoons, whatever works for you, and uh, don't let it try. Try to avoid it. Avoid letting it disturb you, because it can. I find about forty percent of my stressors are technology. Things don't work, and I've got to reach out to people, and uh, I'm trying to cut that down. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, and I hope you're able to balance that out. Um, but again, Marcel, I want to thank you for joining us. That last piece of advice, I think, is perfect for anyone in any situation. Mm-hmm. Tell us, where can people find you? Uh, Marcel, my website is marcelshumor.com. Mm-hmm. M-A-R-C-E-L-S-H-U-M-O-U-R. In Canada, we have a U. But if you go at Marcel's Humor without the U, M-A-R-C-E-L-S-H-U-M-O-R, that works too. Although it didn't work for a while, my, I told my son, hey, didn't you get me that domain as well? And he said, oops, and he had to fix something. So Marcel's humor, the American really works, works as well. So Marcel's humor either way with, with, with or without the you.com. You know, I, you sort of hit on, hint on something that at least the American Bar Association, and I believe most states uh, recognize is that you don't have to be an expert mm-hmm. in technology, but you should at least be able to know someone that you can call on to help you. For instance, in your case, your son, and sometimes, as we earlier spoke, your grandchildren. Um, but 
if you don't know something, reach out for help. No, that's crucial because uh, it can really get you if you if you get you stuck at the post, you can't move. You feel like you're in a straitjacket. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's very frustrating. It starts happening too often. You say, "Hey, I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing. Show me what I'm. I'm stuck. I'm sorry. I've got to speak to somebody." So it's crucial to have a couple of people you can speak to uh, who will help you get these things. I get these things on Norton sometimes. And I just I have a tech guy who sold me the computer. So I just need take a screenshot of that. I send it to him. He says, ignore it. And my son, <laughs> most of the things I get from Microsoft or Norton, right. they, both, they both say, ignore, don't send again. <laughs> but you don't want to ignore things you shouldn't ignore. I'm saying it's important to have somebody you can you can send that to a screenshot or whatever. Well, again, I want to thank you for joining us. And please keep us posted about whether or not you go with Word or Pages. I haven't made a final decision yet. <laughs> but, but keep us posted, okay? We'll, we'll do. Excellent. Well, thanks again. And you have a great day. Thank you, Michael. All the best. Thank Bye. you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the TechSavvyLawyer.page podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsor of this episode, Experts Exchange. Our next episode will be posted in about two weeks. If you have any ideas about a future episode, please contact me at michaeldj at the techsavvylawyer.page. Have a great day and happy luring.